Big 12 men's basketball coaches and players converged on Kansas City Wednesday for media day, and the Kansas Jayhawks attracted the most attention. It's usually the case with KU's historic dominance, but it was even more true this year with Kansas' involvement with the FBI investigation and the NCAA notice of allegations. On top of that, the Jayhawks are projected to return to the top of the Big 12 after having their 14-year streak of championships broken last season by Kansas State and Texas Tech. KU beat writers Jesse Newell and Gary Bedore join me, Blair Kirkhoff, on Sportsbeat KC, sponsored by Big O Tires, to break down today's media event at Sprint Center. Later, you'll never guess who went through warm-ups and light drills with the Chiefs today. Okay, maybe you will. We'll have the latest on Patrick Mahomes and his knee injury. Let's go to Bill Self's press conference at Big 12 Media Days at Sprint Center. I have a question regarding the investigation. Uh, you said in your statement that you put out in September that you characterized the NCAA's um, allegations as a false narrative and full of mischaracterizations. If, if that is indeed the case, then how would you characterize your relationship with former Adidas consultant TJ Gasnola and the text messages and calls you had with him? Well, you know, the, the message that, that if you read the statement, which I obviously did, was, was one in which that I made the statement and then I also said that, that, that we cannot comment to any details of anything going on with the allegations due to the NCAA process. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow that, I'm going to stick to that, and, and, and certainly uh, the, the things that, that you just ask will be things that, that, that uh, uh, will be answered at the appropriate time when, whenever it can be answered, but certainly this is not the time for that. What do you um, foresee for Isaiah Moss? Well, I, th I think he should be our best shooter. Uh, uh, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's the most proven shooter we have in our program without question because he's done it obviously for three years at, uh, in Iowa City. So, so uh, I, I think he's going to be a, a contributor. Whether or not he's a starter or not, uh, I don't know because I'm not, I haven't settled in on anything. And he, he's been hampered by a, by a tweaked hamstring. But, but I really believe that Isaiah Moss gives our big guys a chance to be the best they can possibly be because he can stretch the defense. And, and he, also, he obviously has experience and has played in big games and will certainly help our young guys in that area. With all the success you guys have had, a lot of people don't like Kansas. And uh, with the issues involving the NCAA and what happened at late night, do you think that around the Big 12 in road games are going to be a lot more incentive for people to kind of come after you all? And can you guys use that as kind of an us-against-them mentality? Well, I, th I think that we probably given some rabid fan bases some ammunition uh, uh, to help in some areas to uh, uh, fire them up. but. To be honest with you, that that doesn't. We we deal in hostile environments everywhere we go for the most part. So that I, I can't imagine that playing a factor into our success uh, 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 away from home. I will tell you this: our guys have always enjoyed playing in the toughest atmospheres, and so usually that you know bonds us together, unites us, and so hopefully we'll put a a, a better performance out because of that. But. I don't, I don't think that that will have any input whatsoever whether or not we're successful. Uh, Bill, I know you don't comment on specific uh, allegations, but what, if any, concerns do you have about uh, the impact of this investigation on your job status and your tenure at Kansas? Uh, 
you know, I, I, Myron, I'm really not uh, concerned about that. Uh, the job status you you, you mentioned. Uh, uh, I know that our our chancellor and our athletic director and department, the basketball program, are, are totally aligned in in this. And and there's been a lot of people say certain things, which everybody's entitled to opinion. And and certainly you can't be angry or bitter because people are writing and commenting on this because it actually has been you know big news uh, uh, in the college basketball world. But. Uh, um, I just know that that the things that have taken place uh, thus far have, you know, obviously nobody likes to deal with it, I, and, and certainly I haven't liked it. But it's also, you know, in a strange way, motivated me, uh, uh, probably in a way that maybe I never have been, to to uh, to to uh, combat this by by taking care of our business on the basketball court and, and, and working with our players in a way maybe that exceeds any way I've ever done it. So I, I do believe there, there could be a, a positive that, that comes out of that, and, and, and that's certainly one of them. Uh, but as far as my legacy or, or, or whatever, I, I, that, that doesn't even register with me. I, I know, I, I probably know me better than anybody else knows me. Uh, uh, and I, I, uh, I know the people that I worked with over the years uh, uh, know me and, and, and everything. And so I know that we have to go through this and we'll get through this uh, uh, and be very happy when it is behind us. But, you know, my, my legacy is the least of my concerns right now. I just want to do the best job I can coaching that place that I absolutely love. How comfortable do you feel uh, possibly playing four guards at times with this bunch? I think we'll have to. Uh, uh, I, I believe that the big advantage that this team could have on paper is that we can play big. I mean, we, we've got good big guys, and we got three pretty good big guys, and we got a fourth good one if we don't redshirt him. But there's a chance, you know, obviously we haven't made a decision yet on Mitch. So, so that's an advantage. But in order to take advantage of that, then you got to be able to have one of those guys defend a guard because most teams will play four round one, and and we haven't been we haven't shown consistently that we're very good at that. So if that's not the case, you're looking at us playing four guards unless we play zone, and we don't play a lot of zone. So I, I really believe uh, uh, I thought initially ten to fifteen, but I think there could be twenty minutes a game that we could actually play four guards. Uh, Bill Blair Kirkhoff of the Kansas City Star. I know it's only been a couple of days, but just wanted to. Gage, your, what kind of reaction have you gotten since the announcement of the renewal of the Kansas-Missouri series? Uh, I, you know, I haven't got a lot uh, uh, directly. Uh, and and, and uh, believe it or not, I haven't been a big reader of newspapers of late. So uh, I, I think that it's been more positive than not positive. I don't think you can make decisions where, where you can please 100% of the people all the time. And I know I have my reasons why wanting to do it, and, and, and uh, I think they're very, very valid, and, and certainly I know that it helps Kansas, and so uh, uh, I'm actually excited about it. I, I miss the game. I, I miss the game. I, I miss the energy. I miss the, 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 the fans' uh, hatred for one another, which doesn't pass down to coaches and players, but certainly that interest level, uh, uh, which is very evident by selling this place out in 41 minutes in, in, in 2017, I believe, is something that 
kids go to college to play in games like that. So I'm excited to get that back. And from a, from a tactical standpoint, strategic standpoint, it helps with scheduling. You know, uh, uh, it's different. It's hard to schedule than it used to be. It used to be everybody played 16 league games, so you got 15 games that you can actually schedule somebody. Well, leagues are going to 20, at least other leagues are. We, we, we obviously can't. We're, we're, we're at 18, but they go to 20, and then, and then you have a, an SEC challenge or a Big East challenge. You have a Champions game. You play an exhibit tournament, and, and there's no games left to schedule from an intra-conference type standpoint. So this will be two out of three years that we know our, fa- our respective fan bases can come see us play. So I, I actually think it will be very positive moving forward. Coach, with the NCAA allegations hanging around, what sort of stuff have you been hearing on the recruiting trail, and what sort of effect can things like this, when there's some uncertainty, have when you're trying to recruit players? Well, you know, recruiting's hard regardless. You know, when you're, when you're, when you're recruiting at elite level, you, you've got obstacles each and every year that may be a little bit different to try to recruit. And, and, and uh, uh, it's, it's, it's something that, that, that we certainly explain out and are very transparent with everything going on. There's not anybody that we recruit that we don't, we don't tell them how it is, is at least the way that we know it to be. And so uh, I, I would say it's, it's definitely had an impact. But I will also say this. I think we're, we're in position to have one of our better early signing periods that we've had in a long time. And so uh, even though, you know, it's hard, it's never easy, I think we're going to come out of it okay. Okay, Coach, thank you very much. Okay, good luck for the season. Thanks. Gary, Jesse, good to have you guys in the studio. Good Gary, to be here. for the first time. Yeah. Welcome, Gary. Thanks. I like the setup here. Pretty cool. Just wait, it's the hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what did you guys think? You, you, you listened to Bill Self today at the podium and then had some time with him uh, with not one-on-ones. It's more of a group session, right, with coaches uh, and players each at a table, all 10 schools. Was this um, – you know, Bill had a little more to say this year. A little, the, the topics weren't just how do you think the team's going to do. Yeah. No, there, was, there, was more, there was more to – right off the bat, right, the very first question to Bill was about – the allegations yeah he was asked about it at the podium and at his breakout table for a full hour I believe the woman a woman was there from ESPN who was um, trying to get some information and Bill repeatedly said that he wouldn't talk about specifics but (laughs) in between saying he wouldn't talk about it he'd throw in some pretty good lines like he said I won't cut and run uh meaning run away from this, run away from KU. Uh, I think it was a radio guy that asked him that, and he said, although I've never heard that expression before, because he said, Bill, are you going to cut and run? And he (laughs) said, I will not cut and run. But uh, he was asked about it a ton, not just by ESPN, but by everybody. And uh, he he said, you know, he repeated that he's looking forward to giving his side of the story and – he claims he would like to do that, but he it's against NCAA protocol to do it, to talk specifics, and he's been told by their lawyers to not talk specifics. Yeah, Blair, we talked about this a little bit. I thought it was sort of interesting. He got asked by ESPN's Myron Metcalf in the, the big group setting uh, at the podium about, 
you know, how he feels about his job security. And he started to answer that just saying, like, I feel very secure at Kansas. I feel like I have backing from both my athletic director, uh, you know, and, and also the chancellor at the university. But he also kind of unprompted went into his legacy and, right. and talking about that. So I thought that was sort of interesting. It's obviously been something that's sort of been on his mind lately with everything that's happened and wondering perhaps about his future and what it might be uh, along with the notice of allegations that's come and what, you know, NCAA sanctions might come here. So uh, he kind of repeated something that was a little bit related to what we asked him about a, a couple weeks ago um, at, at KU Media Day where he had talked about what does he think about the perception out there that he's putting up the middle fingers to the NCAA. And he said something to the effect of, the people around here that know me, the coaches that know me, they know what I'm about. Those are the people I care most about, and they understand the person I am. And he sort of went into that about his legacy as well, just saying, the people that I really care about and that I really respect in this business, you know, I can't control everybody and what they think, but I, I think they know who I am by this point. So it was sort of an interesting response, and I think you can speak to it too, Blair, to have him kind of go into his own legacy when asked just about uh, his job security at Kansas. But um, I think this kind of goes back to what we talked about with Bill Self. You know, Bill Self is so good in front of a microphone. He is rarely uncomfortable or caught off guard. And this was sort of another setting where uh, it wasn't a perfect performance and he didn't say all the right words, but he handles himself so well and can think on his feet so quickly that usually you come away pretty impressed with what he says. I remember when the notice of allegations story came out, you broke it on a Friday and then and then uh, it was confirmed on, on Monday that uh, we were speculating what, what would be Bill Self's future at this point, kind of uh, kind of imagining the worst case scenario. Yeah. And uh, you and I talked about this. And I know Sam Mellinger and Vahe Gregorian also weighed in. And, and I think we all came to the agreement that one thing that wasn't going to happen was Bill Self wasn't going to tuck tail. You know, he no. was he was going to um, you know stand, you know, I don't want to say defiantly, but he was going to you know, it, he he kind of sees it as a game, and that and I don't mean to dis, I don't mean to belittle it, but just he sees it as you know what he thinks he's right, and he's going to challenge this, and he's going to battle it, and I, you know he said something curious today that I hadn't heard him say that, and it was I think it was in response to Myron Metcalf's question about how he can turn it into a positive, and that's the first time I've heard you know the potential of. Out the allegations and the the level one um, you know uh, violations be turned into a positive, but I, I think what he meant was the whole thing, the sort of the, the the battle itself could be turned into a positive. I think what he means by that is he has never been so appreciative to be a college coach and a coach at Kansas because I think right now he's at a turning point where he understands it might be taken away. You know what I mean? Like, and to be able to coach a basketball team and do that just every day, I'm sure practices the best two hours of his day because he gets to coach hoops. He gets to talk to his players. He gets to coach his players and all that stuff. Maybe he took for granted at some point in his career and he's not taking it for granted now because the future is so uncertain. So I think that's one thing um, to say with it, Blair. And the other thing you talk about tuck tail or cut and run or whatever phrase we want to use with this, I think it goes back to Bill Self and his character to begin with. We talk about him and him saying that maybe he doesn't care as much about what the outside world thinks about him other than what the people he's very close with. But I do think it's very important. The one word we would associate with Bill Self more than anything else, if we talked about his teams, his players, what he values, it would be toughness. And so if he saw this coming and looming on the horizon and didn't battle it out to the end, what would that say about a coach that valued toughness and told his players the number one thing that I need from you is to be tough? 
So to me, that is where the link up with that is. And listen, there might be a point, we've talked about it before on previous podcast episodes, there might be a point of no return. There might be a point where it's just too much to handle and both sides decide to move on from this. And that's way down the road and that's many decisions to be made until then. But for right now, until there is some sort of resolution, Bill Self is not going to back out of something because it's tough, because that's not what he's preached for the last three decades of his life. One thing we do know is that Kansas ought to have a darn fine basketball team this <laughs> yes. season. Uh, Gary, there are some uh, couple of little injury issues, aren't there, for, for yeah. KU going forward? Yeah. Uh, we, uh, Devon Dotson, what's the latest on him? Dotson will not play tomorrow because uh, of an ankle sprain. And uh, he's day-to-day, they're saying. Uh, Isaiah Moss, the newcomer from Iowa, is out with a hamstring that he re-injured yesterday. Lightfoot is probably going to redshirt, so he can't play in the exhibitions. And when, uh, when do they have to make that decision? By the by, the first. Well, if he played in an exhibition, he's got to he, play. He, yeah, he's not redshirt. So Bill said before the Duke game, the opener, but uh, they're planning on doing it. And then uh, Dewan Harris, the new guy from uh, Columbia, can't play this year as he's got got to qualify academically. So. They've got eight scholarship players for tomorrow's game, which is interesting already, but uh, they're already a little short at the point because Marcus Garrett is going to start at the point. Yeah, well, and the thing we talk about, I know Bill Self didn't consider him a perfect point guard, but the guy you would have considered the backup point guard for Kansas was Isaiah McBride. Or, I'm sorry, Isaac McBride coming into the season, and he transferred yeah. uh, a month ago. So for Kansas – you already consider Devon Dotson as the most irreplaceable part just because they don't have much depth of that position. But now you take away the guy that, even <clears> if he's not a natural fit, would be considered the best backup point guard, and, and he's transferring. Uh, like you said, Gary, that Marcus Garrett might play 38 minutes of the point guard position in an exhibition game, and we might see kind of a worst-case scenario for KU play out. Again, a minor ankle injury probably for Devon Dotson, probably not a long-term worry, but this could be maybe the worst-case scenario for Kansas if Devon Dotson – I'm not saying this ankle is it, but like if something down the line kept him out, that probably would be the worst kind of injury that KU could have. Second year in a row for a Kansas City high school kid to join the Jayhawks. Had Ochai last year, right? Yeah. And this year, uh, the Blue Valley Northwest. Uh, Christian Brown. Christian Brown. It's not spelled Brown. It's pronounced Brown. It's like B-R-A-U-N. Yeah, right? how it, exactly. But he, but he pronounced it Brown. Um, I've heard good things about him. What, what, what's the story on, on him? Yeah, he's six six, I think, but uh, he can play guard and forward, and he might start tomorrow as the third guard because um, Self said one of the three freshmen would start with this D- Dotson injury. But at late night, that scrimmage usually means nothing, but Christian Brown grabbed two offensive rebounds and put him back in, and you were thinking, you know, what – who would you compare him to? Is he a Jeff Geldner for way back in the day? A uh, 6'6 guy that can – I mean, supposedly Christian is really solid fundamentally. I think you can say this about him, and Bill Self tends to gravitate towards these players. You, you, A lot of times he brings in star-type players, the best player on your high school team, and it's tough to kind of mesh together. When you have guys that walk in and immediately understand their roles on the team and can make other good players better – Bill Self values those guys. So, again, this is not a perfect position one. I think Gellner's a, a good comparison there. But, I mean, I think back in the day, like Jamari Trailer 
or Brady Morningstar or Tyrell Reed, where you've got these guys who understand they're part of the Kansas program, understand they're not the best player out there, but understand if they make other good players better, they're going to get playing time. Uh, I think Bill Self likes those players and that those players can really help a team even if they're not the most, quote, talented people on the roster. And if Christian accepts that responsibility or accepts that role with the team, then he probably can carve out some nice playing time. When is the opener, the regular season opener? Tomorrow. No, the regular season Oh, uh, Duke – uh, a week Champions Classic. I think it's November fourth. I can double check. Which is on a, that. like a Tuesday, right? It's like it's the Tuesday kick off the season because uh, they moved up the Champions Classic a right. week to have these. I'm, I'm sorry, November fifth, Tuesday, November fifth. But uh, and as you know now with the AP pullout, it's number one and number two uh, playing number three and number also and number three and number four playing also. So uh, that's going to be a pretty nice night in New York uh, to kick off the you basketball won't get season. A, you won't get a Final Four with the no. top four teams in the country. Uh, it's an amazing. It's just the way it's yeah. worked out this year with Kansas playing Duke and Kentucky uh, meeting Michigan State, which is number one in the polls. So, guys, that's great. Appreciate you stopping by. And when we return, you will hear about an interesting day at Chiefs practice. When it comes to saving you money on tires, nobody does it better than Big O Tires. Like saving you up to $120 on select sets of Goodyear, Yokohama, Pirelli, and Continental tires now through November 3rd. That's $70 off instantly, plus up to $50 back by mail-in rebate when you purchase using your Big O Tires card. Hurry into Big O Tires and see how much you can save. Big O Tires, the team you trust. For the location nearest you, go to BigOtires.com. Hey, it's Blair. Hey, we have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners. Unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Stars award-winning sports coverage. Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news, features, and columns we have to offer. And it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. For your convenience, your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at $50 unless you tell us to cancel. A lot of subscription services won't tell you that. They'll just sneak it on there. We just told you. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star. Please visit KansasCity.com slash offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening. The first sign that something was wrong with Patrick Mahomes' knee after his quarterback sneak in the Thursday night victory at Denver was the anguish displayed by Tyreek Hill and Demarcus Robinson. Remember the image of them pulling off and slamming their helmets? Well, today, for the first time, the Chiefs practiced in pads for Sunday night's game against the Packers. And there was Patrick Mahomes warming up, throwing, practicing. Is this nuts? Here's what Andy Reid said Wednesday about the quarterback situation. And we'll also hear from Matt Moore, the backup and presumed starter on Sunday. Rapidly approaching here, left in the week. What goes into the evaluation process of the staff <coughs> and with Brett Beach? to determine whether to stand pat or to make a move? Yeah, so uh, Brett and his crew do all of that, Mike Borgonzi and, and, uh, and, you know, his, his whole group there, they, they work like crazy on that. And, um, and then they kind of leave us alone. Um, unless they haven't had an opinion on somebody, then they'll, they'll have a coach look at it. And, uh, um, but that's how they do the, the work. You know, that's, that's where it's at. How active do you see the Chiefs making the move here in the next couple of days? I don't, I don't know that. I'm, you know, 
You can grab Brett and ask him. That's uh, <laughs> he, he does all that. I don't. I don't really worry about that. I'm too busy doing what I'm doing. You know, so. I mean, initially, uh, my thoughts were with Pat. You know, didn't really know what was going on. So I, you know, you just hope he's okay. Um, and you realize quickly, you know, it's time to go. And and there's people relying on you. And and uh, you have a job to do. So I think that all kind of hit me pretty quick. And went in the huddle and got some inspiration from the guys in the huddle, which was good stuff. Uh, it's a great part of the game. And we just went and we were, I told him, let's work together, you know, help me out. Kind of like I said, Thursday night, bail me out and let's roll. And that's kind of what we did. So it was kind of funny because I was ex super excited to sign here. And then like, once I got here, I was like, holy smokes. <laughs> like I have, like you said, no camp, no OTAs, no nothing, you know, and there's always that, you know, potential case where you got to play soon and that was always in my mind the first couple weeks um I don't know I think I just rely on on the history and the experience that I that I've had in this league I've always been a guy typically most of my career who yeah I've gotten training camp and all that stuff but the reps haven't been there practice hasn't been there you know as a as a backup you, you, that just doesn't happen that's everywhere and so I think I just kind of relied on that and hey, this is football, it's concepts, you know what you're doing, and, and go play. Well, watching Pat, it's easy to want to play like him, which I can't. Um, God, I, don't even, I don't even know if it's a sp specific thing. Just talking to him and listening to what he's saying about how he sees the field or how he sees the coverage or things that worry him on a certain thing and that don't. And I, I actually told him this the other day. We were talking – and I, how I like listening to him to see if my brain matches up with his brain. Because um, we all eventually see it the same way. We kind of just get there different ways. And so, yeah, I mean, you know, we're constantly talking to each other and kind of using each other that way. And especially even more so, on, you know, on uh, game days. I mean, there's little things. I had, I had to kind of learn Pat a little bit when I first got here. You know, what does he like to hear? What can he use that he's not getting? You know, what's my role in that, you know, on game days. So we're, we're constantly talking about that stuff. Until further information is available, I'll stand by what I've believed since earlier this week. I think Mahomes won't play against the Packers or the Minnesota Vikings the following week. The earliest we'll see him is the November 10th game at Tennessee. And if he doesn't play that week, sitting him the following weekend when the team's in Mexico City to play the Chargers isn't a terrible idea because the Chiefs' bye week follows that. I'll leave you with these words of wisdom from Chiefs beat writer Herbie Teope, who you'll hear from on Thursday's Sportsbeat KC podcast. Quote, I'm convinced Patrick Mahomes is in fact an omega-level mutant, ranking up there with Magneto, Phoenix, Storm, Franklin Richards, Hope Summers, really Hope Summers? Among several select others. Side note, knowing Storm is one of the most powerful mutants in Marvel makes me mad how Fox treated her in movies. End quote. There you go. Links to Big 12 Media Day and Chief Stories can be found in the show notes and KansasCity.com. Additionally, KU coverage can be found on the KU Hoops app. More Chiefs coverage is available on the Red Zone Extra app. Thanks to Leah Becerra and Kathy Liu for producing today's show. Help us out with a rate and review. Remember, it's Sportsbeat KC. And we'll be back on Thursday to talk Chiefs and get Herbie to expand on his Mahomes Omega-level mutant comparison. Thanks for listening.